Hi, One Goal community. It's Elaine Boyd, Pelotonia's Event and Volunteer Operations Coordinator. Since 2008, Pelotonia has raised over $236 million for innovative cancer research. And thanks to our partners, 100% of those funds have gone directly to research at the James at Ohio State. Together, we will see an end to cancer. To get involved in our one goal, visit pelotonia.org. That's pelotonia.org or click on the link in the episode notes. This podcast is powered by Pelotonia. To learn more about our goal 10 cancer, visit pelotonia.org or see the link in the show notes. In one of my last conversations I ever had with her, she pulled me down and she made us promise her. She said, never use my death as an excuse for anything, but motivation for everything. And even in that moment, and even, you know, with the uncertainty that lies ahead, she was thinking of us and she was thinking of continuing the fight even with her not there. And it was never about her with her diagnosis. It was always about doing clinical trials to, you know, figure out other cures for maybe it won't work for breast cancer, but maybe it'll work for lung cancer. It was never about her diagnosis. And, you know, you think back and she, the one word, I mean, she was just a warrior. Welcome to One Goal, a podcast from Pelotonia. We're a community that's dedicated to funding life-saving cancer research through a three-day experience of cycling and volunteerism. I'm your host and Ride Community Manager, Jill Landino. Your journey with us to the finish line begins now. Through research, we will see an end to cancer. Thankfully, every single penny raised through our riders, virtual riders, and volunteers goes directly towards the solution. This is made possible by our major funding partners, the Elburns Foundation, Huntington, the American Electric Power Foundation, and Peggy and Richard Santuli. It's because of them, all of our partners, and this dedicated community that all of this is possible. If there's one word that defines Stephanie Spielman's legacy, it's warrior. For 11 years, her battle was against breast cancer. But even in her absence, her inspiring and motivating presence is still felt. Shannon Peterson, a close friend of Stephanie, wanted to do something to further Stephanie's message of continue to fight, continue to live. She did just that and founded Stephanie's team of hope that has raised over $2.7 million in counting, making them one of our top-raising community pelotons. In this conversation, we're joined by Shannon, along with member Deborah Amling and Stephanie's daughter Maddie, who served as honorary captain for their team in 2019. We'll begin our conversation with Maddie in this episode gift of opportunity. You know, when I think about it, I think I'm so lucky to have her for those 15 years that I did. And I think I got more out of those 15 years with her than some people get in the whole lifetime with a mom. And I know it shaped me every single day to how I live my life and how I treat my siblings and how we treat each other and how we treat others. And every single day, We are motivated to honor her in everything we do. And we, I mean, there's not a day goes by that we don't forget that and don't live for her every single day. Shannon and Deborah, how did you guys originally link up? (laughs) Well, um, we have, both have three kids that are all the same ages. Yeah. So originally met through the oldest girls when they were in kindergarten Mm -hmm. um, on the playground with Mm -hmm. two other kids in tow, one in a hip and one toddling around. Yep. Um, And got to know each other through the girls to start with. Um, And then eventually 
Well, two uh, of my girls had you as your right. kindergarten teacher, I had too. The younger two yeah. girls in kindergarten, oh. so as a teacher. And yeah. then um, and then you add in Steph, who I had her youngest two daughters in kindergarten as well. Mm-hmm. The oldest um, at the same time that I had um, my youngest and um, Shannon's youngest. Mm-hmm. And so the three of us got to be friends, and there was some trading of play dates and things back mm-hmm. and forth as um, as those things happen on a kindergarten playground. So I was involved in the Spielman Fund since 2005 and knew Stephanie, and she um, she basically introduced me to everybody in the cancer community and introduced me to um, other cancer organizations in Columbus. So um, after she passed away, um, I knew I wanted to start a Peloton in her honor, in her memory, to help carry on her legacy. Talked to a few people. Actually, I went to Chris. Um, Spielman, uh-huh. yeah. and Sue Fitz, her sister first, and asked them if it was okay um, and shared with them what um, I thought the name could be, made sure that was okay, and they said, you know, go with it. And um, and so then two other um, um, friends of mine, Bob Derrick and Dan Frank, um, were all excited about the idea too and um, connected me with Tom Lennox, who was the CEO of Pelotonia at the time, so we could kick off our Peloton. I was actually on a bike ride and was just rolling words through my head trying to think of what should we name our Peloton. And hope, of course, resonated with me because Stephanie always believed in hope. She believed in hope for new research, new treatments, and hope that one day we'd find a cure for all cancers. Um, and so Stephanie's team of hope seemed like the perfect name. So at that time, let's see, that was 2010. Correct. Right? Yes. Um, so Pelotonia was one year old. It was just starting to get legs throughout the community. Um, and so you had heard about it. You had ridden already for one year, Shannon. Is that right? I heard about it from Stephanie. Oh, so really? she was the first, the first time I heard about Pelotonia was from Stephanie. I still remember the phone call perfectly. And she said, I've got to tell you about something. You're going to be so excited about it. And, you know, she's like, you're athletic, so I know you're going to want to ride in it. She was so excited about the significant funds Pelotonia raised. So she invited me as her guest to Pelotonia's um, grand opening of their offices in the fall of 2008 and just introduced me to everybody there. So she really just gave me this gift of opportunity to get involved. Yeah. And I wasn't gonna throw that gift away. Deborah, you've also been involved every single year I have. of I Pelotonia. My first year, um, I'd been cycling for a while and um, this came up and it was something that I had an interest in and decided to ride and asked my then, uh, gosh, 13-year-old daughter, yeah, because she's 23 today, Um, 13-year-old daughter, if she wanted to ride with me, and she said yes, so we rode a tandem, and um, at that point, you could have a 13-year-old riding. It's 14 now, now, but she rode at 13, so um, we rode the 45-mile, and um, just, I remember her kind of whispering to me from the back of the tandem, and she's like, Mom, all these people are, like, cheering for me, but I'm not doing anything. I'm just riding my bike. And I had to explain to her, you know, remember what we've done to get here and all the fundraising and where the money's going. And she would read those signs that said, you know, because of Pelotonia, you know, where the money's going. And I have people with signs that saying I have cancer and I've survived and 
thank you so much for writing and ringing the bells and everything. And um, I think she was just so in awe of it their first year. And, you know, it was an experience that you you just have to keep on doing. So I'm now in my 11th year of riding. Um, and she's no longer on the back of my bike. <laughs> <laughs> she's got her own bike. She and does. your other two kids also jump on their bikes. But I, I don't want to lose sight of the fact that in the very first year that Deborah, you and Shannon decided to ride, I mean, this was something totally new to the community. Mm-hmm. Um, you said you had done some cycling before, but from a fundraising perspective, was this something you guys were nervous about? Had you done fundraising um, you know, for any sort of organization or charity? I had really no experience with um, fundraising specifically for kind of more for me towards a bigger goal um, and was really nervous about the amount of money. And um, it came quick and um, quite easily when you send out the email and tell people what you were doing and why you were doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, There were no shortage of people from the beginning that were willing to help. Mm -hmm. So it was a great experience for both of us. Um, I had done some uh, fundraising for the Stephanie Spielman Fund for Breast Cancer Research. Um, But I don't even know, I don't I don't recall, but I don't even know that I've worried so much about the fundraising. I mean, so 2009, you know, S- Stephanie was sick again, and um, I, I rode for Stephanie. Um, my best friend, Lori, was four years into her battle with glioblastoma, and a good friend of mine, um, Ann Steffs, um, Susie Matthews, who was the music teacher at Jones Middle School, was, bat- you know, fighting her own battle with inflammatory breast cancer. So to me, like, just get me that bike and let me ride. (laughs) You know, you figure out the fundraising. It was, it was more about the, the need I had to do something for these incredible women who were fighting these really tough battles. You know, people that are worried about the fundraising, you'll raise the money and don't let the fear of fundraising outweigh your passion for ending cancer everything was said and done we knew that we wanted to get involved into this new thing that we heard we kept hearing about it and my mom was super passionate about it and then once we saw it happen we knew that this thing had a ton of potential and so for my family it's important for us to um, keep my mom's legacy alive and so when we heard about Stephanie's team of hope I mean it just was um, just such a gift for us to be able to support something that um, not only you know, embodies hope and, um, you know, everything that my mom stood for, but also to be able to contribute was just in a no-brainer for my family and I. It was just my, my heart, you know, that wanted to, like, you know, carry on Steph's legacy and, 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 and do something for her. Um, and so Bob Derrick and Dan Frank said, I'm going to introduce you to Tom Lennox. Let's go down to the Pelotonia office. And Tom's like, let's throw a party. And this was um, sometime in June that we went down there and we chose a date that was three weeks later. Yeah, and so we had to find a venue, you know, food. It was right before Piata was opening. So Piata came and did all the food for the party. Uh, Claire and Matt Hamilton that um, lived right beside Chris and Steph and the family um, opened their home to, for the party. So we had a location and and it was it was so much fun and it was crazy because um, we didn't have I don't think we had any sponsors going into the party, mm-hmm. but I asked for sponsors when I made my speech that night. And it was like, it, you know, people just running around like, well, I'll donate this. I'll donate this. Wow. I mean, we just gathered our it was it was truly a community coming together. Yeah. It was so beautiful. I think we went from 
you know, maybe like 20 riders to 80, like within a couple of weeks because of the party. Yeah. Um, we ended up with 82 riders that first year and raised over $181,000 our very first year. Truly a community coming together. And what happens next? Do you start to organize the team any differently? Do people, you know, talk about the sponsorship piece. How do you get involved with your sponsors more? Right. So the first year was a little like crazy, but fun, Mm -hmm. crazy, because, you know, we just asked for sponsors and and they, you know, showed up. And so the following year, every year we give our previous year sponsors first right refusal. And there's several sponsors, a lot of our sponsors that have been with us since day one and continue to stay with us. Um, And most of them are from our team, but people that own businesses or companies that they work for. Um, Year two, um, we acquired our uh, uh, presenting sponsor who has been with us ever since. So it it was a guy that I went to high school with and um, through social media, he knew I was involved in the Spielman Fund and he knew I was involved in Pelotonia. Mm-hmm. And so he reached out to me. Um, he worked for a company. It was called EMP at the time. It's called it's U.S. Acute Care Solutions now. And um, one of their very first employees um, had just recently passed away from breast cancer, Tina Mooney. And so they wanted to do something in her honor. And um, so I talked to them about sponsorship. Um, I asked them if they wanted me to come up to Canton and um, present at their office. And Canton is the hometown of both Stephanie and um, Chris. And um, I grew up there, too. So I thought, just how cool is this that our presenting sponsor is from Stephanie and Chris's hometown? Um, And they have been so remarkable year after year. Um, It was either 2000, I think it was was 2012. Not only did they sponsor us, but they held fundraisers for us. Um, They raised close to, I think it was, was, I know, you know what it was? This is funny. It was (laughs) $36,000. And if if you know Chris Spielman, then you know why that's funny, because that was Chris's number at Ohio State, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they raised thirty six thousand dollars for us. Yeah, my aunt Sue and my uncle Bill. I think my uncle Bill actually did the one eighty, um, so he's one of the hardcore, <laughs> hardcore bikers. Um, yeah, people in my family. My dad did it one year, which to picture him on a bike is he played football. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the gravity and aerodynamics there. I don't know how it he made it happen, but it worked. Like the first year, I think about eighty percent of our riders were from literally Upper Arlington. Mm -hmm. And then quickly after that, I mean, year year two, it was was riders from all over Ohio and Mm -hmm. several other states too. I think we've had up to other seven other states we've had riders Mm -hmm. from. Now, Maddie, I uh, know you did some broadcasting in the past, but you fairly recently started a job that really furthers some of your mom's goals at a place that's pretty special to your family. Kind of crazy. My life now has come pretty full circle. Um, I am currently working at at the James um, in marketing for them. And I just think about where it all started. And I remember it was my senior year where I ever first got up in front of a crowd. And it was my senior thesis. I was going to do speaking events for the Spielman Fund. And that was like my biggest fear ever. Like the thought of getting up in front of a crowd and talking to people, not only just talking to people, but talking to them about something so real and so personal was like my biggest fear. So I made myself do it because of that promise I made my mom, not to use her death as an excuse for anything, but motivation for everything. 
And it's kind of just kick-started ever since my senior year of high school. And, um, you know, I try to say yes to everything I can. And, um, you know, I will go and support any cause um, if I have the time. And it's just something that drives me. And I think I'm lucky to be able to um, be in a position where I'm able to keep sharing her story of hope and keep sharing her legacy with everybody. So it's really cool for me to um, now be at the James, a place that treated her so, so well, and we owe them everything too. So it's just, it's been full circle and it's been a true honor of mine to show up there every single day. I think like the ride every year is what carries you from year to year. I mean, you know, you can't ride the ride and not see the signs and have the people that talk to you at the rest stops and tell you their story or the other riders that you ride up alongside and they tell you your story, their story or they have it written on the back of their jersey or on the back of their calf and, and that carries you from one year to the next for sure. Um, it, I, it's just, I just don't feel like it's something that you can um, – you don't give it up. You, you find other ways to help and other ways to be involved. And um, Shannon and I have tag-teamed it back and forth and, and shared the, the, the honor of doing it. Because I, I, I can't really say the responsibility of doing it or the burden of doing it because it's not. You, you, you put all the time in and um, the emails and, <laughs> um, and the communication back and forth with so many different people whether it's setting up the party or trying to design a T-shirt to design a jersey or figure out what you're going to do next because you're honoring somebody. We do a um, ride Ride and dine. dine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, talk about that. Actually, it was Deborah's idea to start with. Um, Yeah, so the must have been the the week of the ride, mm -hmm, like just mm -hmm. to have a, not a difficult ride, just a, kind of leisurely ride to keep your legs moving and everything before you have a big ride that weekend. And we just kind of really circle the community of Arlington Grandview um, and ride as a group, leisurely pace up and down streets and some hills and and then get together and um, have dinner together afterwards. And it's just been one of our things that we do community-wise that we mm-hmm. like to show everybody the team that's riding and we get all sorts of People oh, that fun. like you people, yeah. yeah. Is there a parade coming? Yeah, <laughs> we do look like a parade, really. And we go up Grandview Avenue too, we do. which is fun because there's a lot of people that will see us. Yeah, <laughs> it's about the coolest thing in the world when your kids get involved, and um, I think um, just being involved in this and you know um, showing showing your children that it's important to give back to the community. Um, and find your cause and go for it. And um, when my middle daughter, see, I, I was Annika. just thinking, this is when the tears are going to come <laughs> yeah, up. You're going to talk about my kids. My middle daughter Annika, when she, I mean, she was 14, and she said, "I want to ride Pelotonia." And she, you know, she's not a regular bike rider. And um, so the first year she rode the 25, and then year two and three she rode um the 50 so all throughout high school um and you know she fundraised she'd bake sales and it's it's just I don't know you can't you can hardly have a prouder parent moment 
It's just really, really cool. And um, year three, she didn't train at all. <laughs> so I was a little worried. <laughs> but um, we bought a speaker for uh, my bike. And so we were the party train during yeah. Pelotonia. We had the tunes going. And so, like, we just had we just had a blast. Like, imagine being on the road for however many hours it took us to ride 50 miles and just talking with your your kid, yeah. you know, that whole time. Like, what a gift for a parent. Yeah. That's awesome. And then showing them, you know, how they can make a difference in the world. You know, anywhere from 10 to 20 cancer survivors on our team every year. And mm-hmm. we do um, a jersey with survivor on the back because wow. we feel it's important, you know, to yeah. be recognized when you're on the road as a, a survivor. And as as we know, when we ride, I mean, you just strike up a conversation with whoever you're beside at the time, mm-hmm. which is one of the beauties of Pelotonia, too. It's yeah. just meeting strangers and having these, like, sometimes intimate conversations mm-hmm. um, because you have this, you know, common passion and common goal. Um, I was emailing with somebody the other day that was interested in joining the team, and um, I, I think I asked her, like, why, and she said, well, I've ridden before, and every time... I see your team and you guys are always together and talking and laughing. And she said, there are so many other teams and they're big and they're all spread out and different people. She said, but your team is always, you know, there are always large groups of you together and laughing and enjoying each other. And she said that was what she was, the reason why she was wanting to join. We have a writer on our team, Steve Calhoun, Um, his mom, he was writing for his mom. And so he would ride her bike, which was a cruiser, with maybe two or three speeds, and he would ride the 180 miles. And he just decided, like, and I, I don't, I'm not sure how he got up and down those hills, but um, mm. with <laughs> with a cruiser bike, but he that's how he wanted to, you know, honor his mm-hmm. mom, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Cancer can sometimes seem like a distant thing, but I tell you, I mean, I hear stories each and every day about, someone younger and younger getting diagnosed and um, I just really want to advocate be an advocate for people to just take their health um, into their own hands and even if you're 20 even if you're you know 15 you know make it a priority do the self-examinations you know stay on top of your health because it's so important for us and I think um, probably people my age can be a little intimidated Um, by like the fundraising aspect but uh, cancer affects every single person and everybody has a name they could write on the back of their jersey and people are willing to give to that and um, I think definitely it's okay to be a little intimidated but when you see everybody coming together that day it makes it all worth it. So Maddie you're taking on a special role on the Peloton this year. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Can you talk more about that? Yeah um, I this year was honored to be the honorary captain um, for the 10-year anniversary and it just um, it was a no-brainer for me honestly to see all the work that Shannon and Deborah and everybody involved in Stephanie's Team of Hope have done throughout the years. Um, It's it's going to be a true honor and um, I think it it is just, you know, I'm so I'm so determined and motivated every single day um, to do whatever I can to make a difference, even if it's just in one person's life. And um, this just felt right. And I'm so excited to be a part of it and um, just celebrate. I mean, you think back 10 years and where we were back then versus where we are now. And it's truly incredible to see 
all the progress that we've made in the fight against cancer. So I'm honored to have a part in it this year. In 2011, um, so Steph passed away in 2009. My best friend passed away in 2011, and my friend Susie passed away in 2011. So um, I... Um, this is terrible to say, but I wasn't looking forward to the ride. Yeah. I just wanted to get it over with because I just I didn't know if I could ever be happy again. I was just so sad. And um, I remember um, the morning of the ride, um, we always rode to the start. So that is one of the coolest things I mm -hmm. think our yeah. team does. We ride to the start together. Yeah, it's a tradition so, that you've done every year. Right? Yeah, so just picture like in the early morning hours and it's not even light out yet there's yeah. just giant stream of pink riding to the start it's just really the coolest thing so um um lee my husband and i are you know riding to our meeting location and um i just see you know this whole team coming together all in pink and already my spirits are being lifted you know where i thought like i just want to get through it you know it's just you know my heart is just filled with warmth and um there was about you know there's there's hundreds of us on our team so we don't ride the whole ride together so yeah. this group that i was riding with um we were about the 50 mile mark and i realized i haven't cried like i literally thought i was going to cry the whole way to athens yeah. um and i hadn't cried i mean because we're laughing and talking and helping each other up the hills and um you know it's just it is if anybody's thinking about participating in Pelotonia, they should just do it because it is it is a day of hope. It's a day of everybody being grateful for one another. It's a day or weekend um, like no other, I think, in, in the whole year. It's just so unique and special. It's about the writing, but it's not about the writing. It's about the day and it's about the experience of the day and it's about I always wanting to set that example for my kids that um, how you can be a part of something bigger than you and that there's more to life than you you know and I, I think to Steph and you know I think about and I say Steph but then I look at Maddie and I want to say Maddie's mom and because you know everybody that listens to this is probably they think of her as Stephanie Spielman but um, and they see the, every, uh, the pictures and her in the spotlight and everything. But she's Maddie's mom, and she's Noah's mom, and she's Macy's mom, and she's Audrey's mom. And to think about Steph as a mom and wanting to live up to that um, and to be the example for my kids that um, I always felt like Steph was also for not only her kids, but my kids and Shannon's kids and so many others. Um, so in those moments, I like to think of her as Maddie's mom. So getting to spend time with these three ladies uh, really allowed me to reflect on, you know, my time at Palatania. Um, before I was a staff member, I was a volunteer. Um, it really reminds me of the true grassroots nature of our community. It's, you know, doesn't matter if you have ridden 10 times or if you are ready to ride for the first time and you have a really personal story. Um, the Pelotonia is is so many so many things to so many different people. So um, just loved hearing the three of them together and recounting the stories that you know they've known each other for such a long time. Um, and this is like we we said a really extra special year for Stephanie's team of hope. It's their tenth year, um, so celebrating that and. They ride every year to the beginning of the start together from Upper Arlington. Uh, it's a pretty amazing visual to see. There's this sea of pink coming in. 
We want to say thank you to our major funding partners for making this podcast and everything we do in the Pelotonia world possible. So thanks to the Alberns Foundation, Huntington, the American Electric Power Foundation, and Richard and Peggy Santulli. When it comes to hosting events, the community goes all out. So at the end of each podcast, we're excited to share with you a little highlight of what our community of fundraisers uh, takes on throughout the year to support their fundraising efforts and to talk about a few really fun events that we've seen in the community, um, bringing in our RIDE community coordinator, Olivia Rosetz. So I love an event that anyone can participate in, no matter if it's physically active or you need to be really talented at, at it. And how about bowling, right? Anybody Anybody can bowl. Anybody can bowl. Uh And there's this awesome bowling event that's hosted by Bath & Body Works, the Strikeout Cancer Bowling Event. And this team goes all out. And it's worth saying that they are actually our largest team who participates in Pelotonia. They have the largest amount of riders. They uh, individually raise a ton. Um, They've got, of course, the incredible support of Al Brands, but their leads for their campaign every year come up with really fun ideas. Oh, yeah. These guys prep for weeks, maybe even months in advance. And not just the people planning the event. Those showing up do this amazing costume contest. And we've seen some really crazy costumes. I mean, it's not just like your average stop at a costume shop and show up. It's it's a production. It's makeup, everything. And some of the best ones we've seen so far I want to call out. Uh, we've seen a group of Bob Rosses. Creative. They even brought their painting pads. <laughs> Uh, jellyfishes with their umbrellas. That was really cute. We've had some prices right teams out there. They even had a car. I love that. And the whole gist is that a group or a team, they sign up for a lane. They have to make a donation to reserve that lane. And then every lane themes, uh, their costumes around something fun to them. And then they have a contest. They pick a winner. There's raffle items. They just, they do a whole bunch of stuff. There's big photo cutouts just to get people excited to take pictures and, um, really own the event. And it's not just a ton of fun that day. I mean, it raises a really terrific amount of money. Yeah. One year alone, they raised more than $45,000. So certainly would encourage anybody out there who, uh, has some friends that might be able to pick up a bowling ball to set up a little bowling tournament. So thanks so much for sharing, Olivia. Let's keep listening for a preview of our next episode. Here I am pregnant with probably about 17 weeks pregnant, finding out that I have cancer. I I mean, by the end of that weekend, Maggie was very resolute. And um, no matter what, we are committed towards having this child, beating cancer, finishing the PhD, and moving on with our lives. You've been listening to One Goal, a podcast from Pelotonia, hosted by me, Ride Community Manager Jill Andino, with interview production and scheduling by Marketing Communications Manager Emily Smith. Produced, mixed, and sound designed at the studios of Westler Media by Vince Tornero. Additional mastering by Joey Gerwin at Orin Judio. Special thank you to all of our guests for being so open and willing to share their stories. Please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, as that will help others hear these empowering stories. If you're curious about joining the Peloton community and making an impact on cancer research, please see the link in the episode notes or visit pelotonia.org. That's pelotonia.org.